0: Uh, This is Nick. Uh, You're listening to the DU Football Show, Drunkage United. Of course, up the blades and f*** the owls.
1: It's only a matter of time before your best friend comes back to the prem, Sam. Up the owls. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck the blades. They cost me $172.
2: Ah, the owls got a replay. So do the blades. They do. Blades got a replay against Wrexham. Yes, they do, which pissed me off because it cost me money. Well, and you know who's not going to be 15-time cup winners? Who's that? You. You're right. That's fine. Let's start the show.
0: Bowie, Maryland, bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right, day the fucking Gooner Graham. Smoke of my lord. Looked straight and short. Sam Bramie. Sam Graham. Fucking Houston!
1: Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show, a completely biased recap of the FA Cup fourth round, is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me is the daddy of podcast hairstyles, (laughs) my
2: co-host, Mr. Samuel Graham. Sammy, how are you, sir? I'm I'm also the daddy of podcast cosplay. Yeah, exactly. Stock image podcast cosplay. Just, oh my God. AI-generated podcast cosplay. You're not beige enough, Sam. You're not beige enough. I'd like to um, make sure everybody knows how we started off today, as we typically like to do. Um, Producer Mel, meat bus. Red Stripe, Jamaican mm-hmm. for using the right board.
0: <laughs>
2: brilliant. <laughs> Fucking uh, all brilliant. Right. We're recording at the public house
1: just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with a footballing friend. Should you want to chat with us, there is chat with us, chat with us, boy. Should you want to chat with us, there's many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch.
2: Just Google search stock images of football podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see me all over the goddamn gas. <laughs>
0: Sorry, Russ.
2: <laughs> uh, it is at Football Show and all the social medias and Show at gmail.com to get in touch via email. Um... Join Drunkard United FC on Facebook. That's our closed group where all the bands happen and you will see my side by side image of this stock photo, which is quite fucking funny and accurate. Yep. And now we're losing the ball. And yep. are we losing the vest? We're losing, we're losing the, the vest. vest. Sorry, little, uh, Alan. It's a little my, warm in here. My podcasting vest is gone. <laughs> I've worn it long enough. The business is set into me. I'm ready to go.
1: Again, the business, your 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 inspiration. You just said the business is set into you.
2: Yeah, because of the vest. No, mm-hmm. I'm all bit. Mel, the first photo she took, she said the caption is Sam means business tonight. Mm-hmm. He's got his podcasting vest.
1: Because well, <laughs> you, you idolize JB. It's I okay. do
2: not. That's not what I meant. I didn't mean him. I you, meant the business of doing a podcast, serious, off in the distance soccer podcast. Wondering how you could be just
1: like no, J.B. said so myself, both work with the mind and spirit and stream both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So is the red-blooded Americans who are we are. We vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. Mr. Graham, the list continues, and we go with a little rye whiskey today.
2: Yes, we do. We have the Blackened Kentucky Straight Rye mm. Whiskey. And that can be found, if you're reading along, in your Whiskey Advocate. Mr. Graham just has to find the page because he didn't have stuff prepared ahead of time. (laughs) I was too busy doing the photo. (laughs) He was focused on the bit and not on doing his job. Much like Taylor in fantasy.
1: You know, well, actually you were just taking it from the stock
2: image. All of his stuff was closed because clearly he didn't need it. That's correct. He didn't need it. I you know, I thought I had the blurb memorized, I failed. Sam, look off into the distance (laughs) and tell the blurb. It'll be great. (laughs) Black, <laughs> no, uh, Black and rye the lightning double cask madeira and rum finished this is a 90 proof uh rye whiskey should run you about 70 bucks on the shelf i've seen it in a lot of places and i'm pretty sure the most we i saw it for was 74.99
1: yeah i didn't see it for much either
2: yeah so this one there nobody's really charging too much extra for which is good mm-hmm. um panel rating 93 uh from the whiskey advocate and your blurb comes from Shane English. Uh, this whiskey, a spring 2022 release from Metallica and master distiller and blender Rob Dietrich. Hits hard up front with an herbal and spicy nose, fennel, anise cookies, and dank grains give way to dandelion and sweet grapes when water is added. The palate is crisp and spicy, showing great balance between the whiskey itself and the cask finishing. Lightning strikes again on the finish, which is extremely long and ties the entire sip together. More spice, more fruit, just more. And this is number 14, by the way. It's uh, very that. easy to find. I see it just about everywhere. Yep. So should not be
1: that difficult to find. Uh, I think it's bloody fucking great. Hold on. <clears throat> very good. Mr. Graham looking off again in the I do. doing his uh, his stock image. <laughs> I do out. think
2: it is different with water. Absolutely, mm-hmm. uh, it opens I get up great, a bit. The grape so
1: sweetness, I. the Madeira, the Madeira and the rum really add a ton of sweetness to this, which dials down the pepper. But that finish is still big pepper. It's still there. Yeah, yeah. but not spicy pepper. Like mm-hmm. sometimes rye can have that really aggressive spicy pepper thing going on Now,
2: wasn't their original one a bourbon and wasn't pickerel involved with it uh yes and no
1: so there has been a bourbon since which was a cash strength which was i believe jim rutledge helped on that one uh this was the final project that dave pickerel did before his passing and it was an american whiskey and he specifically wanted to be an american whiskey because he wanted to do a blend of everything so it had some bourbon in it had some rye in it and had a a wheat barrel was mixed into it as well, and a uh, standard American whiskey, which was primarily a corn in used American white oak. So okay. <clears throat> he wanted to blend all those together and then finish them in black sherry barrels was what he used to finish them in. And of course it was the sonically thing, which is what they do with all of them where Yeah. yeah. They, they put
2: bump metallica the whole time to shake the barrels as they Right. So instead of rotating the barrels
1: the music's doing it for you. It's making them it's making the juice. It agitates, jump right? It agitates right. the barrel and
2: moves the juice around. Uh, the The reason I asked is I just noticed on the bottle itself. I don't know if you can see this. It says remastered by Rob Dietrich. Yes. So I didn't know if that was some sort of nod, like a musical kind of nod to Dave Pickerel in in a you know a common y- music term.
1: Yes, and I would imagine if there's any other things that they're going to do, they're going to keep doing different master distillers to kind of come up with the idea. And I believe there's a if you scan the barcode, it'll say the set list that I was going to say
2: black. And I think the original one, <clears throat> if I for some reason, and I, might, I might be wrong about this, but I think the original one, they only played the black album. Uh, no, no, it wasn't. the
1: it's case. Okay, I
2: thought that's where they got the name.
1: Because Russ and I, one of the shows that you uh, were, I think this was right after your Father might have passed is when it was that Russ did the show with me and we did the blackened. He actually had gone, scanned the QR that long code, ago? scanned the QR code. Um, you
2: know, it might have been when you were on vacation. I'm not. A, uh, it might have been when Cameron was born and uh, I was out been, for a couple yep, weeks because that, that. would have been only a year after Dave passed because didn't he die in 2019. Yeah? yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, he died. He. Yeah, it was twenty fifty six
2: to nineteen, wasn't yeah, it?
1: Twenty nineteen, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, so that would have been Cameron was born twenty twenty because this yeah. was still laying down. Okay, so then it was when, when Cameron he passed was born. away. Yeah, so it had to be when Cameron was born. <laughs> so it
1: was when Cameron was born, and the the set list that he had, it was the um, it was from Garage Days. so it was oh, the okay. Misfits
2: cover. I gotcha.
1: Of the I got something to say. Mm-hmm. I killed your mama today, like that that song. Yeah. Um, okay. And. I just didn't know if that's where they got the name from, and I remember it, it because I remember it because that was the that was what we went out on that that
2: night with. I got you. Okay.
3: Christians watching in the chats, and he said that he hasn't bought that one yet because he thought it might be gimmicky.
2: It's actually not. It's no. fucking decent.
1: Uh, a lot of people didn't care for Dave's version. I think that those people were looking for a bourbon and not an American whiskey. And when you're blending that many types of whiskey together, it's going to be a little bit softer and a little bit lighter. I I didn't think it was his best thing he's ever done, but I also
2: appreciated what it was he was trying to do. Yeah, for sure. With that, and somebody like him trying to experiment with stuff. If Dave makes an American whiskey, you fucking buy the American whiskey. What? Like he's a, a pioneer, was a pioneer in that sense, and and so good at what he did that if he whatever he touched. Right. I bought a bottle of right exactly it or, was or pulled a sample
1: uh Christian Christian I would say it's um it's definitely the the regular blackened is a little light again it's American whiskey it's got a lot of different things blended into it that are you know light whiskey corn whiskey rye wheat it's it's very mellowed it's not a it's it's not what you typically expect when you have a bourbon which is really upfront sweet and very aggressive or um a rye which is very aggressive and and kind of you know spicy right. this is much mellower but i would say if you see this one this is well worth the price of admission em- but this that, is, uh, that
2: sweetness counterbalances the pepper very very well so you get that sweet and spicy it's you know it's it's almost like a, a sweet and spicy soup yeah this honestly is... in, in that sort of sense with a nice alcohol heat over the over the middle i, I really enjoy this to be honest and i'm i'm kind of with christian where I, I didn't um, I bought the original one but mm-hmm. I knew I knew what it was in, in terms yeah. of being an American whiskey um, Dave hadn't touched these the the last release and then mm-hmm. this one and so I was like man nah, I, I don't really care right and my competitor sells it so why I'm not supporting Perci- them directly for no reason I'm glad this ended up on the list and I'm glad we're trying it, 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 it this level I mean we still have to taste the rest of the list to figure out where it right. falls but this kind of feels right in the middle of the road kind of like you know this is the traditional brighton right, right. of uh, the last few years <laughs> it's also good
1: but also for also for me with this this whiskey in particular uh when you're talking about say like snacks or something like that like oh this is something i could eat the whole bag I could make this bottle disappear in a night real easily on yeah. ice, just drinking. That's one of those ones you're just sitting outside, you're having a beer. This one you could definitely have the ice
2: problem. Yeah. When you never you just, even out again.
1: Yeah, it's never ice or whiskey at the same time, so you gotta keep adding both. Yeah. And you will reach that point too where you just look at, at the end
2: and you go, Well, where did this all go? <laughs> yeah. As you're falling off the chair, you realize there it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's in me legs. Yeah, it's in me. <laughs> All right, what else we got to do, Mister Graham? Uh, always remember to drink responsibly. Excellent. Cheers, my good man. Cheers, sir. Oh, let's try that again.
1: There we go. All right. That at least had some. Do you know the ancient
2: why cheers is a thing? No, please. And why it was always so rough? Well, obviously, it used to be with wooden or antler, right? Right. Or steel at one point, iron, pewter, steel. Yeah. But they would cheers each other hard so to make sure some liquid crossed over into each other's glass. And if you didn't fucking drink after cheersing, they knew you poisoned mine. Oh, okay. Very good. Because some of my liquid got in yours and you knew. If you were poisoning me. If you were poisoning me, I, shit, I can't drink that now. Yep, That's how that whole became a thing. And that's why it's disrespectful. Bless to your not-
0: little cotton <laughs> socks. Yeah, that's why it's
2: not... um. Not okay to not drink after a cheers. I love it very good also fun animal fact I forgot to bring up on soundcheck in that <coughs> conversation which you can find at patreon forward slash do football show patreon.com forward slash do football show Mike uh, Rogers told you that yes he did is um, in a very
1: well-crafted email
2: <laughs> is um uh, bats, not sharks you sonar lo- sonar location ah very good. <laughs> Wrong uh, means of transportation there.
1: You know, hey, we all make mistakes. We all make mistakes, like like forgetting to uh, connect the board to the computer for sound check, like last week. That's one of the that you know that is the only thing I've never listened to. I started listening to it and went, nope, don't care. Click, turned it off. Did not sound my sound check myself on that one. So, we take a break from the Prem to chat about the FA Cup's fourth round. Yes. Where we saw more P- uh, Premier League teams bow out, including a couple of the big six clubs. Man City 1, Arsenal nil, Brighton 2, Liverpool 1, Leeds 3, Accrington Stanley exactly 1, Leicester 1, Walsall 0, Southampton 2, Blackpool 1, West Ham 2, Derby County 0, Tottenham 3, Preston North End 1. Manchester United 3, Reading 1. Gunners and Liverpool both bow out of the cup, uh, But I would say very different ways of going
2: out for sure. Yeah, I thought we played very well. I thought there was there was purpose in what we did. We made a ton of changes, obviously. We just had mm-hmm. to eventually rest some players, um, which I am glad that we got a chance to do. Did um, you have any red cards? Nope. Did you have any injuries? Thought so. Turned out to be okay. <laughs> Then we're good. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
1: Mission accomplished.
2: Oh shucks, we yeah. didn't win. All right, George. Uh <laughs> the
0: uh
2: they did they did very well. And I, I thought our kind of half second team, half first team actually played City very well, who put out a fairly strong lineup.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Agreed. Uh Trussard looked fabulous. Looked excellent. Which knew? is another,
2: you know, key to to what we were hoping for and doing. Um that signing looks a, a smart one, obviously. And um, you know, just that he's fitting right in and betting in so quickly is is such a key component of what we're going to have for the, the title race. Yeah, exactly. Now, for Liverpool, though, on the other hand, another lackluster performance.
1: And I would like to say it's because Van Dyke's not out there, but they didn't look good when Van Dyke was out. But they there. lost
2: worse when Van Dyke was out there. Remember, three nil.
1: Brighton has their fucking
2: number. Yeah, they do. We we all have these situations. I mean, Stoke used to do it to us all the time. You know, not that Brighton played in that manner, but
1: yeah, but it was an we ugly have one to, nothing, yeah. not a fucking
2: yeah dominance. I mean, that that part's true. And I, I thought Liverpool actually played better because they changed their game plan. Right, they gave Brighton the ball and tried to hit them on the counter in this game. Um, they decided to show them the respect that they have earned this season. Um, under both Potter and Deserby, And, um, and DeZerby's faced Liverpool now three times, I think, uh, and he's beaten them twice and drawn once, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. in his three, first three meetings. So he's unbeaten against Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool look in a bad way. And? I don't know what they're doing, but they need either some new blood, some reorganization. I mean, Klopp's tinkering a lot. And none of it seems to be working.
1: Well, and then the moves that they made, I know, I, Gakpo is a, is a hell of a striker, and I think he deserves a move to a club like Liverpool. I just don't think Liverpool needed another fucking striker. No, at some point everybody's going to be healthy, and you're going to have to try to figure out how, how to, to, play to fit these, six
2: people in, how yeah. to
1: play these fucking guys, and in the meantime, you know, so. <clears throat> especially with Fabinho's fucking tackle on uh, Ferguson. Should have been a red card. Ah, it should have been, been a red card. Should have been a red card. Yep. Jesus, that was that was violent. Yeah. I mean, it was a very definition of
2: violent conduct. I mean, it was he bad. went in. Well, he, he, he looks so I I don't know that I'd say violent necessarily. It would have been charged violent conduct but that's the way they charge things. I thought it was more cuz he hasn't played much football in the last couple of months. Mm. He looked rusty. He looked off the pace he was late to everything he tried to do and that tackle was an example of that ferguson had turned and then he went oh shit (laughs) i'm supposed to tackle him yeah and then landed on his achilles i mean it it was he should have seen straight red don't get me wrong but i don't think he was intentionally trying to hurt him and he knew it straight away he knew he should have seen red that's why he was smiling like i'm really sorry about that that wasn't meant to be a few thoughts to uh brighton
1: too who are just cruising along Mm -hmm. we're going to get into it in the third segment we'll talk about can more but the key string puller in the team was not in that game and they still kept cruising along and by the way no offense to your most recent signing but as far as brighton's concerned Tresard who yeah matomo i can it's awesome hey guess what here's a spoiler alert on my list of fucking top five people of uh new signings, he's definitely going to be on that list. And he's going to be way up that list. Three fucking million dollars. Mm-hmm. That is what Brighton signed him for big time. Yep. We, we keep talking about like football and cultures, directors of football, things of the, that nature.
2: Yeah. Brighton's getting it right.
1: Fucking Brad ain't going to like to hear this, but you know what? Brighton is very, very much getting it Right. Them being where they are is not a fluke. I mean, you Let's can expect them to be there yeah. for a while. Because the minute they, like, oh, Concedo wants to go, fuck you.
2: We'll find somebody else. We're good. The hipster's choice that, that people who know football know this name, Monchi mm-hmm. from Sevilla, was Sevilla's sporting director for fucking ages. That dude's Rolodex is packed with some of the biggest agents, biggest names, biggest everything. Best scouting network. Yep. That that he he could he could muster up has a fantastic relationship with everyone, and that's why Sevilla remained there thereabouts for fucking ages before he left, and then I th- believe actually now he might be back at Sevilla, mm-hmm. but Brighton have found like a modern day Manchi. It's, it's, it's they they just keep finding players down the couch cushion to come out, and it's like they're literally getting them for pennies. And you've got Arsenal and Chelsea squabbling over $6 million to sign Casado now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. insane. Um, to close out this game, I do want to mention, and this will be a theme throughout, as we mentioned the various games, mm-hmm. I had a seven-leg parlay on Sunday. Mm-hmm. That was a minute and 38 seconds from coming true. Mm-hmm. I want to thank Brighton for doing their part. I the scored. Ferguson, shot on target or more. One, shot mm-hmm. on target or more. Ferguson. Did I just say him? You said Ferguson. Sully Marsh, one-plus shot on target or more. Yep, done. Matoma, one-plus shot on target. Matoma to score at any time. Obviously, he did score, so he got a shot on target. So did the <laughs> others. Four of the seven, done.
1: hmm Perfect. If only Wrexham could hold on.
2: Just keep going down the list. <laughs> Don't spoil it. Don't um. spoil it. Leeds,
1: Foxes, Irons, and Saints all advanced despite uh, them playing lower co- a tough lower competition. Really, the only one of those three that was was obviously decided, I think right away was West Ham and uh, and Darby County because you know the Saints had their hands full with Blackpool. The foxes had their hands full big time with with Walsall. I mean, they missed a penalty and then it took a deflection for them to get the one nothing win and it was 3 to 1 Leeds Leeds versus Aki and I Geckle and I were talking the whole fucking match Aki
2: took it right to fucking Leeds they, they were trying to take their chance they absolutely <laughs> they, were they went solid
1: at him uh by the way our friend good good personal friend of the show Ben K he was on the telly I saw him. We saw him, yeah. I, I gave him a little tweet. I was like, hey, I saw you on the telly. <laughs> he was like, yeah, you did. <laughs> there
2: you go. Oh, it was brilliant. Uh, the other piece to that, I mean, just just some real quick, so in case nobody saw it. Um, Leeds did have 21 shots, 10 on target. Aki, though, had 15, mm-hmm. 8 on target. I mean, like I said, they had a proper go at this. They didn't sit back. They didn't, you know, 41% possession against the Leeds team as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's intense. Uh, for a League One side. They they did very, very well to assert themselves. Only got two yellows. Um, <laughs> and Same number of saves as leads. No their reds, chances, obviously.
1: Their chances were
2: early. And they committed less fouls as their well. Their chances were early,
1: and really, if just one of them had gone in, that game's completely Could changed. Could have been a
2: different, yeah.
1: And, and
2: it took a
1: worldie by Harrison from about... Thirty five yards yep, out, about so did. about two feet off the ground into the lower fucking ninety. Fantastic 90s. strike that. Like that it took that for Leeds to have to be in front. And and then Leeds made it three nothing. Once they made it two, they made it three pretty quick after that. But Aki never slowed down. I mean, Aki really did give it to him. I for two for a minutes. lower le- for a lower what's that? Two minutes. Furpo scored and yeah. then Sinistera. And then for but for a lower for a lower league side oh, yeah. against the Premier League club, that's <laughs> when they're in your building in the FA Cup, that's a magic of the cup kind of game. And Aki gave them everything they fucking could. That's for damn sure. Oh, for
2: sure. One of one of the things that um one of the commentators says during the Wrexham game, uh that that holds true in any competition between uh, a higher quote unquote caliber of opponent versus a lower one. You can have all the physicality you want, or you can have all the speed you want, either or in the lower leagues, and they'll get you by no matter what. Mm-hmm. The problem is as you move up the divisions, they're both faster and stronger in the same human being. Right. And that's the difficult part of dealing with them. So for Aki to hold their own as they did for so long against the Leeds team, who we all know is so helter-skelter, who is so physical and so fast, is is an achievement. And it's it's awesome to see. Well, we we saw it firsthand
1: when we went over to England and did our little tour of games. You watch on all of us watch every single weekend. We watch the Premier League, mm-hmm. and a ball goes from one sideline to the other sideline in the air, seventy, 70 yards, yards. Yep. And the other wing back brings it down perfectly with his foot and starts dribbling. Uh-huh. When we went to go see Fleetwood Town and play Pompey, Pompey <laughs> those balls happened. They also hit that guy's foot and went ten feet in front of him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you forget because we—the only thing, the bulk of us as as footy fans in in this—you know—in the United States—consume is is the top prem. of the top yeah yeah i mean the the only exposure and we, get ang- we get angry when they make a mistake and it goes out of bounds like how the fuck do you like you do not
2: understand i could do a better job than that yeah how
1: <laughs> fucking hard that is to do yeah
2: and uh, i mean it said also I, I don't know if it's true i think it's true but i'm not sure that it is that there's also a certain amount of helium put into the bowls allowable into the bowl <laughs> right which makes it obviously fly further faster harder mm-hmm. makes it swerve more all that kind of stuff, because it weighs less. Right, but bringing it down, that ain't easy to no, fucking No, it makes do. it harder to bring yeah. it down, is what I'm That's, saying. It's, it's it, insane. Absolutely. So, um, But, you know, th- those of you that have watched the Premier League for a while will always understand and always remember the two teams that you you saw play slower and just physical, and that was it. And they got by for a long time, and that was Tony Pulis' Stoke mm-hmm. and Sean Dice's Burnley. Yep. Too soon?
1: No, it's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's...
2: Yeah, I can't wait.
1: You know what? My team's gonna be fit. I can tell you that after today's training session, they're gonna be fit. They're gonna
2: be fit, but it'll be such a wet blanket on the Premier League. It's not even gonna be funny.
1: They had themselves a good run today. Good old (laughs) run today. Spurs and Man U both cruise, but it took the second half to do so uh, because it was one-one at the end of the first half for Man U and uh, Reading. And Spurs were at nil-nil at the half with at Preston. Half time with at, Preston. Yeah,
2: Preston yeah. gave it a go as well. Um, they had some, a fair amount of opportunities themselves. Like I said, um, now they only had one shot actually on target, but the five opportunities they had, they were pretty clear cut. I mean, Tottenham fucked a few things up in that game. Ultimately, the class did rise to the top. Uh, and and they had no issues getting through. What I found interesting from this game was the signing that was supposed to be with you, Arnett Danjuma. <coughs> That's too soon. Fuck you. <laughs> after he scored, fucked up and scored because mm-hmm. that was a miss kick that oh, he yeah. got lucky on. Oh, yeah. He uh, and for the the visuals, you'll get this. For the audio, I'm going to have to explain it a little bit. Uh, you know you do the snake thing. you remember the Ben Stiller movie? Yes, was yes. it dodgeball. the uh, it was Dodgeball yeah, yeah. it was Dodgeball. <laughs> they do the arm across yeah, arm across the chest, elbow on the forearm and then the fingers kind of to a point altogether to signify a snake, which apparently I'm sure Everton Twitter has been calling him for about 10 days. <clears throat> yeah. That sound about right. Well,
1: not really. Ten days because it was six days ago. What right, happened <laughs> right
2: after? Right after
1: Frank. And here's the thing: you can't blame the player. The player was. Or he had even tweeted about how he was excited about coming to the club. Oh, no, yeah, 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 I and wanted to be in that fight. I think it's more your fans scrim.
2: being frustrated. Oh yeah at him at, at the situation more than it is them being mad at him as a person yeah because frank got fired and he pulled and he pulled out the request i could not find a single reference to him like nickname the cobra i couldn't find anything
1: oh yeah it's about definitely that.
2: that so he celebrates in this manner <clears throat> as he goes towards the camera mm-hmm. essentially i guess calling out the people on the interwebs calling him calling a snake. him a snake yeah yeah exactly
1: oh don't worry very I mean,
2: enjoyable that, that was enjoyable. Yeah, let,
1: let, allow me to just say Everton supporters have covered themselves in glory so far this week.
2: They've done a great job. Of Someone that. that didn't cover themselves in glory was mm-hmm. Andy Carroll. Yeah, No shit. <laughs> I heard somebody describe him as uh, a pirate that has been on the sea so long he's finding it difficult to adapt to dry land again. Because <laughs> he looked like he was just falling about all over the place. Like whether oh, it be yeah. diving or trying to assert oh, himself. Yeah. Definitely. He should have been sent off. Separately from his two bookable offenses. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. It was terrible. <laughs> it was a horrible performance. Also, I found enjoyable is that Tom Lentz's dad, Paul Lentz, a great player for Manchester United, mm-hmm. uh, is manager of Reading. That's uh, still there. He saved yep. them last year from relegation. Um, his, I didn't really notice this before. His eyes are too far apart. Ah, very He's, good. Looks like an alien. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, you know, it has been
1: reported, uh, allegedly, that some footballers eat crayons. So, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. let's leave it there. Uh, also worth He's mentioning. ripping it
2: up in France, by the way. Oh, yeah. Your yeah, he boy. yeah, he is his, good. His favorite color is gray. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nom, 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 no, no, it was green. I thought it was. Oh, green. Nom, 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 green tastes <laughs> the best. They're minty. Um, <laughs> it tastes like broccoli. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, uh, what did Jack Grealish say? <laughs> what did Gre- uh, Jack Grealish say? He fucked up, a like, a really common phrase. Oh, so stupid. It's a, such a common, like, idiomatic expression. It's like, oh, let's cut the cheese. Miguel Amarone is my
1: personal yeah. hero. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> it's not that. It's something like, let's cut the cheese or, uh, do, like, oh, we're the best thing since sliced bread. Uh-huh. In an interview, he said we're the best thing since sliced veg. Oh well, you know, isn't that the case? <laughs> and then somebody remember the city where they took it. They were like, point out Burn or the a villa thing. They were like, where's Birmingham on the map? And he just left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jack's such an idiot. <laughs> hey,
1: hey, but he can drop a sick beat when he's DJing.
2: <laughs> also worth At Gary mentioning, Lineker's nightclub.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Also worth mentioning. Uh, both Stoke. A cold rainy night in Stoke. And Bristol City advanced uh, to so a couple more championship sides into the fifth round. And what does Bristol City get for their advancement? The trip to Manchester City.
0: Manchester City! Yeah,
1: Because we got to make sure Manchester City gets their cakewalk. They, they that's don't, it. They have know, to, especially if, since they're out of the League Cup. And if they got to play somebody tough, it's got to be in their building. This is the case of you. <laughs> it is that's right. It is the Patrick Ewing cold envelope of fucking little, uh, <laughs> yeah. of little balls that's for right. every year for the fucking... Now, uh, Stoke
2: and Stevenage, I have to... Part two mm-hmm. of that parlay was Stoke to win, combined with all those Brighton things I said earlier. Yeah, that obviously happened. Oh, their their penalty that they
1: got for the sec for the third goal,
2: soft. That's fine. So soft. They still would have won two one.
1: And then Stevenage had a reason to be upset because five minutes later, down the other end of the pitch, equally as soft, and it didn't get called. It was like. Well, he out.
2: obviously dove because well, he's a lower league player.
1: When you're playing in a championship, <laughs> I mean, let's face it. When you play in a championship building, normally there's makeup calls. It's like, eh, maybe that was a little soft. Eh, I'll give you that one. It's You say there isn't, but there fucking is. Mm-hmm. It just happens all the Referees time. Referees
2: are human too. Are they now? <laughs> Dino is. <laughs> and I'll tell you why Why it came to surface uh, he did a random very random on the street interview with, uh, with uh, Dutch television do you know how this came about? well the Dutch, Sam, if you didn't know a literal people <laughs> very direct, the Dutch <laughs> they, uh, basically said hey uh, Mike Dean, why are you here? <laughs> in our country weed? <laughs> <laughs> please
0: tell me his answer was, it was not.
2: I'm here for the hashish marks. it was not allegedly what he said was is my daughter and i pick one weekend a year and we come over here to watch as many games as we can in one weekend they said oh really do you fancy dutch football that much why and he goes "Um, no not really it's just easy to get around to the grounds (laughs) so being as literal as they are Yeah, Uh, but yeah, him and his daughter apparently take one weekend a year and go watch as many Dutch games as they can go together. Knock out six in a weekend, which is pretty awesome. (laughs) Um, That's uh, not that's pretty cool, but pretty good daddy daughter day. Yeah, pretty humanizing from that robot (laughs) spectacle.
1: Next up, a bunch of teams drew leading to the segment to be called. Oh, so
2: replays happen. (laughs) Wrexham three, Sheffield United three. (laughs) Lastly, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I pit, this is why it was a seven leg parlays, because this was a double chance.
1: Okay, we're gonna get we're gonna get to that in a second. Let me read off the I rest like of the scores. Flam
3: was watching and he commented. Uh, I mean, sorry, Flam was watching and commented that your parlay made it to the ninety fourth minute.
1: <laughs> it did
2: of this game. All
1: right, can I finish reading the fucking Go scores? Go ahead, and read the fucking games. Them? Fulham one, Sunderland one, Luton ta- uh, Luton City uh, two. Luton Town, Luton Town. Sorry, two, Grimsby two, Blackburn two, Birmingham City two, Sheffield Wednesday one, Fleetwood Town one, Ipswich nil, Burnley nil. What a fucking fantastic match! Wrexham and fucking Sheffield was in the most ugly, tough shit way possible. Oh yeah, there was jersey grabbing, there was hard fouls, there was rolling around. There it was, was lovely. It was. It was non-league
2: football at its best. All the tricks got pulled out, and it was fabulous to watch. It's non-league football at its best. In its
1: utter and complete shittiness, it was so much fun to watch.
2: I loved Ryan Reynolds looking so very involved, Mm -hmm. but you got to think in the back of his business mind, it was like, This is great drama. Uh Yes. This is going to be good for the brand. Well, if if (laughs) Flam
1: is still watching, hey, Flam, that's an entire episode of Welcome to Wrexham next season. Yeah. That fucking game. game.
2: I love uh, the two construction workers stealing the game. Do you see that? Obviously, there's no construction happening on the stand at the end of the ground. No, of course not. There were two people in full high-vis bodysuits. Obviously, their gear for the site. Right. Doubtful that security would be wearing that outfit. They had to be construction workers. Honey, I'm off to work for a bit.
3: They yeah. <laughs> had to make sure their equipment was safe. And
2: just showing up. Just showing up. Diggers were parked. Yeah. they you know, baskets on the ground, not being nothing being used, they have nothing being moved. They didn't no. Literally the one dude that had the high vis pants on yeah. as well didn't fucking budge from the spot he was standing in for the entire half. Cause every time they panned back to that side of the field when Rexham <laughs> were attacking, Bloke was just standing there with his arms folded, full on face in the field, no issue. And a guaranteed one on the clock though. Mm-hmm. He just took in the game from his workplace. Yeah. Brilliant. Pretty fucking brilliant. Uh, that's the one thing about the FA Cup that I love a lot is people stealing football in creative ways, and he obviously was like, I'm getting full out dressed for work and showing up at my job site just to take the game in. And the beauty is nobody cares that they're doing it. No, like, don't Go give a right shit. In. Fuck no. Ew. It's like this fa- the couple years ago, whoever it was that rented the cherry picker. Yep. and went up over the side of the ground that was only one story high. Mm-hmm. And they standing there, just three friends splitting the cost of a cherry picker because the game was sold out.
1: The one that Tottenham was playing where somebody had to cut out a Jurgen Klopp in their uh, backyard. The, everybody's houses that were against that was They're
2: all, all in the backyard. They're all
1: standing at the top of their fence in their backyard <laughs> looking right over the stand. Just
2: drinking cans. Nobody just sitting gave, there drinking cans of beer. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's, you can't. What do you do? Okay, please, just enjoy. It's awesome. And that's it's, I it love that the the FA Cup also provides that nostalgic look around the small old school grounds mm-hmm. of England as well. You know, it's just a lot of fun to see.
3: Wrexham definitely brought. Media attention, oh like for sure. CNN and a couple of the uh, groups were talking about it, and they were talking about like the FA Cup and why it's the coolest thing ever, mm-hmm. and like really going into details about it.
1: Fox NFL Sunday, they really? uh, referenced they, it. Yep, no, they had uh, Rob was obviously at doing the Financial tailgate. Yeah, yeah for, doing, he had a and, big tailgate he was hosting, and they had the game on in his tailgate that he was hosting, and uh, Sal Palantonio interviewed him uh, at time of the Wrexham match
2: so that made espn yeah. apparently i found this out listening to the ramble today because do with two of them do work david cartledge and uh vatusha and hatha raja mm-hmm. do work for espn sometimes that espn there's been conversations at boardroom level <clears throat> excuse me to ride this rexham wave and make rexham america's team
1: nothing wrong with that it's a smart move <laughs> It's a smart move. And I like this it. Is, this, we, is the part, Rob, this is the part that uh, that uh, fucking Flam's digging on because they're obviously they're making a lot of money. But the things he's been kind of asking me, it's like, well, why don't they just tear, tear down the whole stadium? And I was like, and fucking infuri- it's the oldest stadium in the UK in, and infuriate the entire fucking town. Like, uh-huh. like they're having a hard enough time dealing with the cop end going down, which is in inhe- habitable, inhabitable. Sorry uninhabitable there we go go. there's the word and i knew i get there. baby steps just gotta work your way through it you know the
2: it's going through all the greek pronoun or pre pronouns
1: yeah (laughs) hey
2: you know what that stock photo i don't know what their pronouns were
1: i have no idea
2: (laughs) and fucking fucking trans camels and and, that's the sand (laughs) the fucking sand
1: The th- they're having a hard time with that stand being ripped down and rebuilt, and you can't literally have people in it. It needs to be ripped down and rebuilt.
2: Yeah, that's like our old race course stadium. <laughs> yeah, here in this city, yep, the old Bowie race course. Yeah. <laughs> no, the fucking Pimlico. Yes. That stadium's uninhabitable, in-ha- uninhabitable, no, uninhabitable. No so,
1: the the interesting thing about the match was is uh, Sheffield got off to a very early lead. You know, yes, very early. They lead. did. And that's normally the dagger in a small side. Of course. And they also held on to that lead for ages 60 minutes into the first, into the second half. Yep. And then it was like boom, boom, suddenly tied, suddenly up. And then the minute that Wrexham went up,
2: the worst thing ever is to. The, championship, si- the championship side <laughs> got a red.
1: Oh, yeah, no, they got, oh, the, no, second they got the second
2: goal first. They got the second It was goal within almost, was 30 seconds. Right, right a minute, after. minute maybe top. Right yeah. after they got that goal. That's right. And then the championship side got a player sent off. And I texted my brother, fuck, that red card is the worst thing that could have happened to me. Because mm-hmm. Sheffield United is going to either, uh, they are going to pack it in. Right. Wrexham going to leave themselves exposed or go, let's play for the draw. Right. So Wrexham get that goal and it was eight minutes from time. Three to two. Against 10 men. Yeah, Just hold on. That's all
1: I was saying. The the corner came, and I was like, when that corner came, I was like, got to clear it.
2: You got to clear it. Come on, guys. You don't defend well. You've got to make that ball come out. So in that parlay list, they add the double chance, right, which is essentially this or this could happen, Mm -hmm. but they slash the fuck out of your odds. Right. Because you're picking win or win or win or draw or the other side of that right. draw or win for the other team. The
1: good team. news for you is you picked enough random shit that 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 part of the odds didn't really matter. Didn't
2: matter, you. right? So what I had was the double chance on Wrexham or Sheffield United. Someone The wins. only thing that fucked me was the draw, and with a minute and thirty fucking seconds left, <laughs> Sheffield United came out of their shell for two minutes for a corner. Well, did Sheffield United come
1: out of their shell, or did Wrexham pull a Wrexham? Because if you watch the show at all, that's what Wrexham likes to do. They love to piss off, uh, piss off Leeds, man. They beat a lot of teams seven to three, right?
3: <laughs> well, didn't we hear that the Ollie Palmer goal was a goal?
1: Yes, I was going to get to that in just a second. Uh, but good what, call. Uh,
2: maybe they just didn't show a good replay where I was, but I didn't think that one actually cross the line get get to your the, your point well, that's it it end. fucked me i had 10 dollar bet for 172 seventy two dollar return and 48 cents fucked in the 94th and 38th second 94th minute 38th second which would have left what two minutes in right 22 or whatever right cunts and uh and honestly the one i'm thing- not watching another episode of welcome to Rexham because of it and the one thing have wrexham- you watched any Hasn't watched any of. I them. have. I've watched two actually oh, okay. with Teagan. You Thank you very two. much. Well,
1: hey, how about that? About now, I'm time. not
2: getting. I'm not getting back in now. <laughs> and I'm hoping next season <clears throat> is Welcome to Sheffield with the Owls because okay. I'm going to be right behind them. All right. Anywho, because fuck the Blades
1: too. <laughs> Anywho, they were interviewing Ali uh, Palmer after the match. Yes. And the sideline reporter had re- had said to him, "By the way, it's been reviewed." That ball went over the line. Really? And you would have loved what he had said. This might get you back into liking him. It's a shame this tournament gets played by different sets of rules in different stadiums. And he goes, it would have meant a lot to have scored in front of in front of the uh, Wrexham fans today. It would have meant a ton. But in one stadium, it gets reviewed, and it's a goal. And in another stadium, it doesn't get looked at yep. at all.
2: He's absolutely right. I'm, I'm fully back in. There the other See, thing brought you was back. I heard they asked someone else. Not him. And what I heard was that the best information that that guy had was probably coming from Ollie Palmer himself. <laughs> oh, I definitely scored. What do you mean? Uh, no, no, it was, it was the sideline reporter. <laughs> Which is funny, reported. but somebody did report that they, because they spoke to a different player post match. Yep. And they were like, yeah, I think Ollie probably told you that, didn't he?
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Which so- I
2: thought was funny, just the immediate <laughs> distrust. <laughs> Yeah. It's like when you try to cross it but it goes in because of the wind or something. Right. Exactly. And oh I'm t- I'm totally that's meant to do that. That was a fucking shot. What are you talking about? That exactly. was absolutely a shot. Yeah. I saw him off his line. It was fine. Um but yeah, no, it's uh, annoying because you really wanted Wrexham to do it. Well, and for and Wrexham,
1: it's in your building. If there was a chance to beat Goli- uh, David I mean Goliath as David, that was the, that time was the to chance to do it.
2: The nice part about it though is they get the they get the replay. Um they will get you know, the gate receipts, as, yep. as is per usual for somebody in the Premier League or championship to yeah. give the ticket sales, all of the ticket sales, to the lower league club. Right. You have, in addition, obviously, the, the documentary, which is bringing money into the <laughs> club. Uh, you have all of that stuff. And they're first in the championship at the moment. With a game in hand. With a game in hand. They scored 90 fucking goals already this season. Yeah. And I was talking to my brother about it because obviously we talk about our sports bets constantly. Giving up like 50, though. <laughs> they, they fucking gave oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. up a goal. But I, I texted him and I was like, my mother, this is what's happening. This is what I got. He was like, because yeah. he's out in Vegas right now. My mm-hmm. brother is. And he was like, yeah, I'm not watching it right now, but I got the alert set up on my phone because I want to see what's happening. And so I texted him a screenshot of what I had bet, and I was like, all this has to do is find a fucking winner. I just need a winner. I don't care who it is for the money. And he was like, well, you know, Wrexham have like two or three championship caliber players that specifically took pay cuts to help Wrexham yeah. and try to get out of the league. Yeah. And that's why they're killing it so much. It happens to be those players and that manager are championship quality, mm-hmm. and they're playing in that division to help Wrexham go up, which is why they've scored so many fucking M- goals.
1: Mullen, Mullen, Mullen and, yep. and Palmer are both um, uh, league; they were both came from League um, One.
2: Super, sorry, super. Right, Paulie but they're Mullen. from like, newly him, relegated clubs.
1: Yeah, sorry, Super Poly
2: Mullen, but newly relegated clubs as well. So they yeah. played in the Championship the previous season. Yeah, so they, they there's people buying in from all over the gap to try to get this team back into the football league. And as of right now, they're doing a damn good fucking job. Yeah. Um. So I mean, they there's money coming in from everywhere. Cause Rexham was on the brink of fucking extinction. Yeah. Don't oh forget. yeah. 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 They're they, well, if you watch the rest of the show, they talk about that. Yeah. Well, yeah. But th- this is just <clears throat> awesome for such a local team. Also over the weekend, good news for Ryan Reynolds. He did not promote it himself. The tweet went viral from one of the moms, Uh, 1600 pounds. He paid for a 12 team to get all brand new kits so socks shorts shirts tracksuits um just helping a local u12 nice team. very good yeah good cool. on them it's it's lovely to see when you get that that working class city mentality small club this that the other and then bang you, all of this Shit is just fucking awesome. It's it, just a it's whirlwind of cool shit.
3: Easy to write it off. It was like Hollywood money, but, I mean, he's an actor, of course. Well, so he did in that
2: first episode, remember? Yeah. He was like, yeah, I, I mean, I've got money. I'm good, but... I don't have gin money. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't have movie star money. I don't have cell phone money. I don't <laughs> have Deadpool superstar money. Yeah. Or um, um, superhero money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't have Marvel money. Ryan yeah.
3: does a great <laughs> job of using his platform to elevate without making it all about himself.
2: Correct. I He's even appreciated
3: what he was wearing. He oh, yeah. wasn't nothing flashy, like looked like an average Joe in the stands.
2: And was going nuts over it. Oh, yeah. The other thing was break, uh, Blake Lively's story. Did you see this? <laughs> yes. This was lovely. Uh, I bought ESPN Plus just to watch my husband writhe in agony for 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mel texted us and said She and Carly would probably do the same for you and I. Oh, <laughs> definitely. Well, which it, I thought was quite enjoyable. Well, and I said all you had to do was come watch the U18s a few years back, which you didn't do. <laughs> R- Ryan didn't take Blake, he took his daughter.
1: It was which uh, is took, cool. Yeah, very cool. It it's just, awesome. It, the whole thing is very it in general cool is is good. Well, also because those guys get what they're dealing with that it isn't again and, and this is something I've been explaining to our boy, Brian, who's not a huge uh, footy fan, is that you are a steward of the club. You will eventually Which they die. use that term constantly. The, cl- the club lasts longer than you. Yes.
3: We've got a question. Yes, please. Uh, I believe this is from Christian. He heard that the National League teams have to pay more than League Two teams for the same level players because League Two teams have TV rights or something. Yes. That
2: yes, that yes. is the case. They do. They so do. So they, they pay them physically less money, but it's more of their budgets. Right. Yeah, okay. for sure. All right, so let's keep A going. lot of National League players also have second jobs because they can't afford to pay them en- enough money. You know, so Sam. Because they as, don't have any of those things.
1: As as you think about that loss, just, you know, sip on a Tito's and soda. It'll make everything better too soon. Ah! Fulham yeah. and Sunderland. Very, very was, too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Fulham and Sunderland had a really good good back and forth and honestly either one of them could have won it was a very open match it was uh the winner gets leads in the next round and i fancy whoever wins that game to beat
2: leads what you worry about for sunderland though is they did have a couple of key injuries in the game and two players that have now been ruled out for the season Ooh, that hurts definitely. Yes, but there are some exciting young players coming through. Apparently, um, I heard David Cartledge, uh, uh, and I read rather an article that David Cartledge wrote about because he's a Sunderland mm-hmm. supporter, and um, so he writes about them frequently. Uh, Jonathan Wilson as well is another uh, good UK-based writer to to read who's Sunderland-based, and um, there were some some young players coming through uh, and stuff that that won't they're not like for like necessarily, but. Sunderland shouldn't be lacking the quality to to try to really get out of the... Um, mm. Not get out of the division, but force that playoff push as they were, were well, trying.
1: Well, Sunderland doesn't need to... Right now, they got back up to the championship.
2: They need to stay in the championship Just is which, the big thing. Which it feels but they like are like 7th or 8th or whatever it is. They're going to be
1: do. pretty fucking
2: comfortable, which yeah. is...
1: That's exactly where they need to
2: be. But that's the point, is that they're trying to make a push on the playoffs, which is, would be amazing, <laughs> but these two injuries really don't help, and they don't help the replay. Right. So for for them, it's fine. But that being said, the stadium light is packed this season. Yeah, People are believing again. They're getting back in that building. Very good. And that's going to be a tough atmosphere for Fulham to go into. Oh, God, yes, absolutely. Especially being so polite, because you heard what happened with ticket prices, right? Mm -hmm. They kept them low for the trial. That's why there were so many Sunderland fans. Oh, nice. They over-allocated them tickets on purpose. They added an extra away section. Oh, and kept the tickets at 10 pounds. How very full of Michelle. How very full of Michelle. <laughs> so full of Mishabum. I heard their pies were piping hot <laughs> and the cider at halftime was hella cold.
1: Nice and fizzy too. <laughs> Perfectly, perfect amount of carbonation. That's right. Dad. Did they let them take a dip in the pool too? Sure that, I don't know if it's finished yet. <laughs> they were like, come on over, have a little dip <laughs> in the pool.
2: <laughs> but yeah, and Sunderland are hey, we, expected we, to return the favor when they get to the Stadium of Light. Mm-hmm. But the Stadium of Light holds, I think, two or 3,000 more people than. Oh, Gravy it's a cottage. huge stadium. It's a big stadium. Huge stadium. Because they built it during the Premier League time. Yeah. Um. So, but I I think they're doing. Uh. It used to those fucking England games mm-hmm. whenever they jaunted up north occasionally. Yeah. When Wembley was being built. It's bigger than St James, isn't it? I think it's bigger than St James Park. Might be close. Yeah. I think they did what we us in Tottenham did, where they added like ten seats or right. like kind of that much more. It, <laughs> Yeah. Just to be
1: a dick. (laughs) For those you don't know, they kinda hate each other. Look up the Timeware Derby. They don't like each
0: other at all. But
2: they um But yeah, so, but apparently this season they've been selling games out every week. Kind of like people are back involved with the club. The city's really getting behind them, which is, which is awesome because they were down in the fucking doldrums uh, at one point. So good, good on Sunderland.
1: All right. We got to keep this going because we've got a lot to fucking talk about in the uh, third segment. Uh, Luton has their hands full with leagues to uh, Grimsby. Uh, In fact, Grimsby went up on them two to one. And again, it was the went up two to one. 30 seconds later, two to two. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally right off of the kickoff. Uh, They will get Southampton next. And Southampton seems to be okay with doing well in the Cups right now. They can't do well in the league unless they're playing Everton, unless everybody's playing Everton. But they don't, you know, they're doing well in the Cups. Uh, Also, uh, we will see a uh, League One side advance into the fifth round because uh, Wednesday and Fleetwood Town both have a replay against each other because they finished 1-1. Yes. And then the last thing to mention Blackburn and Birmingham city drew two, two and Burnley and Ipswich draw draw nil nil for Burnley and for Blackburn. That's probably the one thing you didn't want. Yep. Burnley's cruising and is probably to, they keep doing what they're doing. They're winning. They're winning the championship, but for Blackburn, they're right in the fight because, Three through 10 is three points apart for the most part. right,
2: But but even from Burnley's perspective, if you, you know, you lose that kind of momentum, your confidence gets dented, whatever happens, you know, in in that sort of mental capacity or possibly injuries and extra game now as well. Mm -hmm. So you've got fatigue to factor in. There's still about (laughs) 6,352 games in the championship. There's every opportunity to drop 14 points in a row. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Uh, And uh, the
1: fun part for them is the uh, Burnley-Ipswich winner ends up getting the uh, Wednesday Fleetwood winner. So the cool thing that'll happen with that in the quarters, at worst, a championship side, at best, a League One side will definitely make the quarterfinals. Yeah, which would be awesome. And, you know, hey, we got to make sure Manchester City has somebody fair to play. going a little bit longer than we want and this I don't want to hold back because this is a lot of shit to talk about. It's time to check in on the Prem because the stories don't stop even if the league isn't playing. Uh, We're going to go ahead and start with the uh, Moises Canseido fucking debacle that's going on at Brighton. We very briefly talked about it at the top of the show Mm -hmm. but uh, apparently he wants to move
2: out. Yeah so this one is a weird one. It's uh, taken uh, quite the turn. Chelsea put in a bid. And could make sense. Graham Potter was his coach. Maybe said he wants no. to go play for him. Yeah. But they only paid five million for him. Right. Or three million. Something and like that. It
1: was back in twenty twenty one and then he went out on loan. On so, loan. He's really so he's really only played about a
2: year with that. Six months. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> now
1: mind you, in that six months, he has been the Excellent. most impactful player
2: on the pitch. Well, he them. was Eves Basuma's replacement.
1: Yeah. And he's been nothing but fucking
2: brilliant in that role. Better than Eves Basuma. Yeah. So Chelsea came calling. I think it was 35 or 45 million, something like that. hmm. Brighton said no. Arsenal pulled to Chelsea and said, We'll give you 60 on Friday. hmm. Brighton said no. Then Saturday, I think it was, maybe it was Thursday, Friday. This all happened. So Friday. It had to be Friday because Saturday. They played. Yeah. So, no, they played Sunday. But I think it was still the two days before. Anyway, doesn't matter. Not the point. The day after all that happened when Brighton rejected the bids. Kansato puts out on Instagram a very obviously copy and pasted. Sell me. Statement. (laughs) and it, to the point where it still had like quotation marks in it and it began with his own name mhm so now in all fairness to him he also had an
1: exceptional world cup with ecuador like correct.
2: a really now i think deserbi <clears throat> actually has handled the situation very well uh, because he came out and said essentially that i don't think he's being advised correctly because it was very... I don't know if it was a language issue. I don't know. I've never heard of an interview with him, so I don't know how good his English is or whatever. Right. But his Instagram post was a very obvious copy and paste from right. someone else. Mm-hmm. You would imagine probably his agent. Hey, this will help you force a move. Right. Or, you know, whatever. Do this. Which... And so Deserby's come out and said he's 21 years old. Yeah. He was playing, you know, at what, Benfica or whoever it was. They, pay, we, they paid $3 million for him. I, yeah. don't, I don't remember who it was, but somebody... Along those lines, they paid three million for him or five million for him. And now people are offering eight and in some cases, 20 times mm-hmm. that valuation. He's still a 21 year old kid. Correct. So his head's been turned. That's obvious. Right. Deserby thinks he can get him back into the fold. Brighton don't want to sell. <clears throat> Brighton don't really need to sell is the other thing. Problem right. is if they do sell the one position we haven't seen anyone else. Cause like. Troussard, you go, oh, fuck, what's that? Well, Matoma was already banging him in. Mm-hmm. Ferguson had had a couple since the World Cup. And then you go, okay, they'll be fine in um, that position why am without I Troussard. The, kid, the one who had the heart problem
1: left. wepu's come back, but you can't expect him. He's in a him. coaching role. You, player coach. I thought he was thought uh, still good. The coach, he's You're coaching
2: like, like the U16s yeah, or something. You, can't
1: just, you don't necessarily have the depth. And for them... Like, the move to Chelsea, I mean, I hate to disappoint you. Brighton's going to finish ahead of fucking Chelsea. I think Brighton, so, too. Brighton's probably going to play in Europe next year. Why do you need to leave, kid?
2: You don't need to leave yet. Well, it's. I don't think it's his fault. I think DeZerby's spot oh, on here is oh, what I'm saying. Agent and that, that, his, his agent's, agent's telling agents blown him, oh, him, you up. got a chance yeah. to go
1: play for this big club. Uh-huh. And you got a realize, chance
2: to win the league your first season in the Premiership. And,
1: and what he doesn't uh-huh. realize is, is he'll go He'll go to a club be it Arsenal or Chelsea he and makes it and but and then he gets Chelsea on the, probably play. he gets on the pitch and he makes one fucking mistake and he's dropped or loaned out or and or, he never fucking sees the pitch mm-hmm. again ever that's how it is in a big club you need to be fucking ready exactly you need right. to fucking you need to impact that team right the fuck away that's exactly right and for for him you are right with Jeremy he's his head's being turned in the wrong fucking direction, man. But Absolutely but he's, try, no he's
2: trying to handle it well deserved. He's doing a great job at man management. That was one of the concerns when he came mm-hmm. was how is he going to handle the press and, and this, that, the other. And he's done a fantastic job.
1: I don't disagree with how he handled this one. No, you know me what, either. You know what, kid? He's doing great. You're off. You're off this weekend. Mm-hmm. You're off. Go. Get your head right. You're good. Stop just, talking to your fucking agent. You're, you're good. You're not hurting my feelings. I get it. You just did well in the World Cup. You're definitely an impact player. You're probably one of the best young players in this league right, right. now. He went from being but, loaned
2: out from a mediocre side yeah. to playing balls to the wall in the World Cup mm-hmm. and being better than the person who he replaced. Absolutely. Straight away. Absolutely. A the full case. breakout season, and he's only 21 years old. I mean, I was turned by a the first craft beer i saw when i was 21 years old this kid's being suited for 70 fucking million 60 million from arsenal right and apparently late sunday night we offered 70 for him and brighton turned it down as well uh very early in the wee hours of monday morning i would i would say for arsenal that's not the signing you need right now no but we do need cover for Partey. i think friday kind of freaked a few people out
1: yeah
0: yeah,
2: um, but I, I,
1: think, I think you find you find a loney, and I but just, also
2: El Neni got injured in a yeah. proper injury. That's so the, that's the one. That now hurts he's nowhere near something. as good as Partey. There is a drop off there. However, he's serviceable. He can he can drive right. the bus. He so, can do what needs correct. to be done. And with him going off the pitch, Partey going off with that rib injury, oh. that now is 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 the fears have been alleviated. There's no issue. He's available to play. You guys. Uh, on Saturday, mm-hmm. the the concern was, is fuck now what? Because Lacanga came into that game on Friday and looked like shit. Yeah, so it was like Arsenal's like fuck, we got to sustain this title challenge. What do we do? Mm-hmm. This is an obvious weakness in the side. Yeah, um, and so I think they're kind of scrambling a little bit with the deadline approaching to find. A, a backup to Thomas Partey, and they're willing to pay over the odds because we're in the last 36 hours of the transfer yeah, It's
1: true, but I also think I think you could move, um, you could move Ben White into a defensive midfield role, and the, and the think Polish think dude. Be,
2: yeah, I think I think you'd be okay. You've got depth. You've got depth. Speaking of our Polish defender signing, mm-hmm. who can also play left back and defensive midfield, mm-hmm. quickly uh, with that meme that I shared of Matoma. You mean Pete Wentz? juggling I do mean Pete Wentz. Yeah. Of Matoma juggling uh and Matip or Gomez, whoever it was, twerking on the floor. Yes. I do would mention, since we talked about Pete Wentz, uh Polish Pete Wentz, his wife was the runner up for the uh European twerk championships. <laughs> and Mel, while you were away, not keeping me in line, definitely watched about fourteen videos of her twerking. <laughs>
3: championship worthy
2: and i'm not gonna lie it moved
3: <laughs>
2: beautiful and uh i thought all the misogyny thoughts and it was fantastic for about 12 minutes until i got caught by my wife because <laughs> she had to come into the bathroom for some nail clippers what's
1: watching <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes
1: unfortunately for me every time i'm on tiktok It'll be something sexual when she goes, what you watching? I'll be like, I have just watched 20 cookie videos in a row. And then there's a girl twerking and that's the one you walk in. That's the one you fucking walk in. On. Yeah,
2: if, uh, if you're so inclined, do yourself a favor and take a gander. <laughs> it's worth it.
1: Speaking of things that are out of fucking control, Chelsea fucking football club spending all the money apparently now they want enzo fernandez and they want to spend 115 million because the 108 on murdoch wasn't a
2: fuck enough his release clause now i don't know what spanish and portuguese law is i know they have to at least entertain the offer right but if somebody were to offer a release clause money right i don't know that the club is allowed to turn it down i'm not sure what that law is necessarily his release so, c- w- but why offer over the release clause? That's, that's what I was about to say. The release clause is
1: a hundred million dollars. Here's a hundred and fifteen. <laughs> we just want to make sure. We just want to make
2: sure. If that's the case, I would look into Todd Bowley's past because it sounds like he has issues with the mafia. So what I what I appreciate about that just uh, that's on, a big mafia move on that.
1: on an Everton point. The whole reason why they've gotten to Enzo Fernandez is because they wanted Casado, mm-hmm. and a uh, Brighton saying no way in hell. This one I like. They wanted to get Onana. Everton didn't say no.
2: Onana said no.
1: I like that. I like that a lot. I like that
2: a lot. Like that a lot, lot better than Anthony Gordon's response. <laughs> well, wait, he's he's <laughs> a few he's a few lines down here. We'll get to him. Uh, uh, hey, that's called a transition, Sam. Maybe you should look that up. Yeah, but okay. we still
1: got to talk about how um, financial fair play clearly, much like our tax laws, do
2: not apply to the rich. <laughs> uh, as I told you earlier today, in our pre-pre-pre-pre-pre-pre show meeting, production meeting, we're calling it now. Yes. Financial fair play is, like any other law, can only be applied once it's broken. You can't apply it currently, and mm-hmm. the books don't get turned in until the end of the season for the fiscal year. Yeah. So I think Chelsea will have a transfer ban again, <laughs> which is why Todd Bowley's looked at it and gone, I'm going to buy everybody.
1: Oh, well, I mean, he <laughs> is the owner of the fucking L.A. Dodgers. He yeah. does not care about money. Money does not matter. Right. Oh, so oh, what's, what's the luxury tax? A hundred and ten million, I get penalized for more if it's a hundred and twenty-five million? Well, I might as well be a hundred and fifty million. That's mm-hmm. that is exactly the way that man thinks That's
2: exactly right. And that's what he's doing. Yeah. Because I think they will get found out again. Now, Especially when they finish outside of the fucking European places.
1: Well, and here's the thing that's gonna Don't bite forget, him in the ass they too, Will is understand this has become the thing now with a lot of clubs. You guys were doing it first, and now more and more of the big six clubs are starting to do this. It's deferring the payments. Mm-hmm. It's paying over ten years. Mm-hmm. The problem so, is, I mean, when that the books- player, that player, especially at a big six club, because the next guy we get to has only been at his club for a year and he's already out of favor. Like, how many people do you look at in in football that have a great year and then they're gone? Like yep. for you guys, Terrera,
2: he was am- uh-huh. he was the player of the season for the you. Gwen Doozy's a better example. Gone. Gwen Doozy's yeah, just in and out of the team for the year that he was here wasn't even a regular starter Torreira was huh. at least a regular starter huh. and then fell out of favor Gwendouzi was in and out of the team under all of the managers that took over Pepe you're still paying on Pepe uh-huh. Pepe was a six year deferred fucking payment but that's the thing right and then because so you try to find somebody to sell so you turn a profit that fiscal year right and that's exactly what they do: is they defer these payments. It, it's a rich, it's a rich people scheme. Yeah. One that Mashiri can't seem to figure the fuck out. No, he definitely can't. Be. <laughs> he, he he just went in 2017.
1: Sign them all. Every number ten. Don't all, care. All up front. All of them. Here's the check. Just sign it up front. Here's 250 million. Just go get me what I want. Exactly. All the tens. <laughs> all the fucking tens. <laughs>
2: But that—that's the thing—is you would think that these people, these, these corporations, and now eventually there will be some sort of forensic accountant twenty years from now that'll figure out that all the oil states, that all the, the that own football teams, that all of the the Todd Bowleys, the slum lords, the all the people that own football teams have been, you know, kind of skirting the rules, mm-hmm. doctoring their books like Juventus or deferring these payments over such extended massive periods of time that is is—is kind of non-standard business practice kind of thing.
1: Hey, Mel, real quick. And they're going to get found out. He said, he said, forensic accountant, let me find out my brother's going to fucking uh, bring down all of English Premier League soccer.
3: <laughs> I mean, he's working on Facebook right now, so... <laughs>
0: It's only
2: a matter of time. It's he entirely is, he possible. He's a forensic accountant. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's entirely possible. I mean, what was that Matt Damon movie? Was it Matt Damon? I don't it wasn't Matt Damon. It was the other. It was Boston the other one. one
3: called The Accountant.
2: Yeah. What's the Boston guy? What's it? Wasn't Matt Damon? It was Ben Affleck. Wasn't yeah. It?
3: And the movie was called The, the accountant. accountant.
2: Yeah.
1: But he was a hitman. Is Kenny going to suddenly start running around and shooting Todd Bowley in the head? allegedly allegedly
2: allegedly I mean, not being shaped like a proud boy
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no offense uh, you know what the proud boys all Todd lo- Bully has to do is figure out how to take all of his plastic surgery and walk at a brisk pace I gotta tell you the, prou- <laughs> the proud boys have a philosophical difference about my brother so Yao Cancelo,
1: uh is about to be loaned out <laughs> unless to, it's behind closed doors <laughs> is about to be loaned out to Bayern apparently after on the training ground Cancelo and Pep had a physical altercation between the
2: two. It doesn't surprise me to be honest with you.
1: Before I even get to letting you talk, let me say the following about Yao Cancelo. He may not have won player of the year last year, but let's make this very fucking clear. Yao Cancelo is why Manchester City won the title last year. He was hands down the most impactful player Free agent signing though, or, you know, transfer, but to, to explain to American audiences, the the he was the most impactful player bought by a team that fucking season. And he was directly responsible for why they won the fucking title. And in less than a year, he's being loaned off.
2: Yeah. So his. He's a very good player. But it does not surprise me. You know what surprises me is these stories don't come out more often. And I'll tell you why. Because Pep is so fucking intense. Mm-hmm. There's so many. It happened after Bayern. It happened after Barcelona. When he first got there, Deco and Ronaldinho showed up to a. When he first got hired from Barcelona B to be mm-hmm. Barcelona's first team coach, Deco and Ronaldinho showed up drunk to a training session from the night before right, they were out of the club within three months because they thought that he was a bad example for Lionel Messi. Wow. For the young players coming through, but especially Messi. And Pep plays no fucking games about that kind of stuff. And if you... Uh, Mane at, at Man City, not not Sadio Mane. The, um, the German one. Mm-hmm. Leroy. Leroy. Yeah, Sane. Le-
1: Sane. Sane, yeah.
2: He, uh, yeah, but so Pep is so intense and so, right, and so he comes and changes the entire culture of the club, the entire culture of training, the entire training routine, the the whole fitness routine, just all of it, and it's so fucking intense all the goddamn time, right, that all these players come out and they're like, yeah, we're just exhausted, we're spent, while he's there. We're doing this, that, the others. Uh, yeah, but you're winning games. You do it. Yeah, because the system is so airtight that you know they give them compliments, but they, they always complain about how exhausted they are, how intense it is, and how they can't keep focus. You know, they're we're just always all the time talking about this, that, the other. But then when they leave, when Pep leaves, you have Thomas Mueller and Philip Lahm and a couple others organizing their own training sessions because Ancelotti's are too lax. Right. So they feel like they need to do more work because they're not doing enough work.
1: That's, that's going to be kind of what we get into when we talk about the new appointment at Everton as well. Right. That's so a they lot start organizing
2: their, their own training sessions and their own off-the-books things at like local parks so they can get the intensity back because when you're in it, you hate it. <clears throat> but once it's gone and people let you free and you're like, oh, I could probably have a cheeseburger today. And you do and you go, well, fuck, we tied 1-1 at the weekend hmm Maybe I was moving a little slower. Maybe I, would, you know, wasn't thinking as sharply. I had too many beers the night before or whatever. I snuck a, you know, six-pack into my room, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a fucking Oktoberfest, you know, for Thomas Mueller or right. whatever. Right, right. And you you have those couple of beers, and then you go, fuck, what? Pep wouldn't let me do that. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not getting the best out of myself. I crave that. I want that. I need that intensity back right. now. It's a, it's like... It, I mean, it's like good heroin, <laughs> like good for you. Heroin okay. is what I'm, it's like so intense, right? It's like so good. And then you're chasing that high once it's gone. You know what I mean? It's like heroin that is good. That would be good for you. Cause it's really about physical aptitude and, and mm-hmm. fitness, right? At the end of the day and mental sharpness, which is a positive thing, but it's, it's like that same fix. That while you're in it, you're like, I hate my life. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, this sucks. But then it's gone and you're like, God, fuck, I need that back. I want that back. How do I get that back? Yeah.
1: Continuing on, uh, this actually got officially confirmed today, just uh, right before we did the show. Uh, Weston McKinney is now going on loan from Juventus to uh, to Leeds United with an option to buy at the end of the season.
2: Is there any word whether or not he got stopped by British customs since they <laughs> left the European Union yeah. to check his paperwork and make sure it was all up to speed? Heard. Yeah. Considering where he came from.
1: Yeah, no, that, no, that's the United States where they stop black people and uh, question them. No,
2: I'm talking about because Juventus' books. <laughs> yeah, true. Very <laughs> because true. Because of the shady dealings of the old
1: lady. There's there's part of me that's very excited about this about this
2: move because honestly, it's... Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. This wasn't Customs and Border Patrol. Mm-hmm. This was the British IRS, uh, Her Majesty's Revenue and yeah. Tax Service. Yes, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. I, I got the joke.
1: I got the joke. I just didn't laugh as hard as you did, I know. Sam. I just
2: want to make sure everybody knows I'm not talking about the fact that he's black. I'm yeah. talking about the, the nefarious dealings of Juventus Football Club. Well, that's
1: why I said England isn't like the United States, because if he was getting to transfer to D.C. United, there might be a check. Just saying,
2: Fuck <laughs> but saying. Our fucking peep. But how
1: our country fucking is. But Especially I didn't as say of that. Late.
2: Just saying. <laughs>
1: uh, but for him, this is it's McKinney and Adams together. Like this is going to be fucking great. But in the same regards, Leeds are in a bad way right now. And the one thing that's going to be very easy for all of England to gather around, including the people of Leeds, is God forbid this team goes down. They'll be like, it was all the fucking Americans. It's their fault.
2: Of course. It was Marsh. But I, it was McKinney. But I don't was, think it's going to be. I think having him be more comfortable, Tyler Adams, <laughs> I think is going to help. Oh, yeah. If you, I Honestly, he's younger. He's a bit more inexperienced. But I think Brendan Aronson will be better than Christian Pulisic. Yeah. I think he's just as skilled. He just doesn't have the experience and composure to finish yet like Pulisic does.
1: Uh, now, typically in the World Cup, those three didn't play together because Correct. normally was Aronson coming in for McKinney? No, coming in for Pulisic. No, no, he came in for McKinney a few times in the oh, first really? couple of okay. matches. They, they had uh, maybe playing, changed shape. Yeah. They had
2: him playing a lot of midfield in the World Cup. So what I see from this is Tyler Adams and Weston McKinnick is the one thing we did very well in the World Cup was control the midfield in mm-hmm. each of the games that we had. I thought, I think this is going to help Leeds calm down. Including
1: fucking England and Holland.
2: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think I think it's going to help Leeds calm down and control games better and be less helter-skelter. And then you add in the runs and craziness of Aaronson and, and uh, Jack Harrison. Yeah. I think Leeds are about to get more <laughs> dangerous than they already are. Yeah. Um, and more composed and calm defensively. <laughs> This can only help Leeds.
1: The biggest thing is is with Leeds, Leeds is only in this situation because their defense makes ghastly fucking mistakes on a Leeds regular Leeds are only basis. in this
2: situation because they sold, um, what's his name? Who was Declan Rice's partner? Uh, Brainfart. England International. Phillips. Calvin Phillips. Yeah, Calvin Phillips. Sorry, Brainfart. It's all good. It's the only reason they're in this position is because they, they sold Calvin Phillips. If Declan Rice was not part of West Ham... West Ham being in the relegation zone right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That player is so fucking well, important. Declan Rice is right that I mean, West Ham's right there in the relegation zone. Well, well, I zone. know, but yeah. Declan Rice, I think, is single-handedly keeping West Ham up, <laughs> oh, essentially, yeah. because he's keeping them organized. Well, especially because— He is so
1: good. Especially because a player like Suchek, who was a rock star for two seasons, now is the slowest man on earth. Correct. Has been costing him matches.
2: And without um, Calvin Phillips, Leeds has <laughs> suffered in midfield Big time, oh gosh! And I think this replaces Calvin Phillips to good quality and brings leads back into a organized unit that can actually fucking do something instead Um, of a you know crazy you know helter skelter kind of situation.
1: (laughs) So also official over the weekend, officially announced on Sunday, Anthony Gordon leaves Everton to go to Newcastle United for forty million plus five in add-ons and very interesting situation i'm not gonna overly blame anthony gordon in all of this because he's a 21 year old kid mm-hmm. right and can say to issue again right you just don't know any better and you're probably being misled by the wrong people aka your agent which i know it's your agent's job to have your best interest and to only care about yeah, you but he's worried about
2: the payday and the saudi money
1: and it's, it, that tends to come into play as well. What ultimately happened was, is after the Southampton match, uh, Gordon was leaving the grounds and mm-hmm. a group of teenagers put cones in the street where he was driving out, stopped, stopped his car, surrounded his car, and started screaming at him, telling him he's not fit to wear the badge and mm-hmm. shit like that, which
2: fucking not cool. Not not fucking cool at all. So, this a background to that is mm-hmm. Apparently he was in Liverpool's academy. Mm-hmm. and rejected, and walked across Stanley Park and joined Everton's Academy and was open welcomed with open arms <clears> and fully bought into the system. This is the thing with Tom Davies, who right. was an integral part as well last season and staying up uh, in the performances that he well, put in. Well, not so much last season, the season before. When he got onto the pitch right? because he feels Everton through and through. Right. And when Gordon had the, the, the Evertonians at his back, he performed brilliantly. Mm-hmm. When the tables turned and they started booing and things were happening, he was one of the ones that felt it. Davies doesn't jump ship. Gordon does. Mm-hmm. That's a problem because your mentality and your togetherness <clears throat> as a group is the people's club and all this mm. other shit is what pulls you through these sorts of situations. And for him to to bin off his academy bringing, uh, uh, upbringing – and his his the way he obviously felt about Everton as a football team, I think is is not detrimental to the point where it's going to decide whether or not you get relegated, right. but it does not help the situation at all. No, no, it doesn't. And then to continue
1: that is then after the fact, he then was like, well, um, <coughs> I'm sick. And Frank was like, no, fuck you. You're going to London and you're going to be on the bench for the West Ham match. And then after that, Frank gets fired. Leighton Baines takes over uh, training the club and for three straight days, Gordon doesn't show up. He says, fuck you. I'm not coming in. Which that's, that's bad. That's a bad look on his end. Mm -hmm. Again, I don't necessarily blame the kid. Fuck. Your car was surrounded. You were trying to go home. You felt in danger. Like, we've all been in situations where we've all been kind of uh, aggressed against right and we all like to be like oh yeah i'm a man i'm gonna throw fists." no we all are fucking heart races and we get nervous and we get scared and that shit fucking happens and even if we stand yeah tall but and, you
2: gotta fight but, through that fight but, for yourself look but, who you're talking to but i know simply for the little cut but even if we even <laughs> if we get
1: through it At the end, we're like, yeah, I was a man. But you knew in that moment there was a little bit of fucking heart race. There was a little bit of scared.
2: But you also have the opportunity to get out. These people are on your side. They're just really frustrated. Yeah. This isn't a drunk guy at a bar that you can't reason with. So get out of the car. Guys, what are we doing here? Man. I want to win just as much as you do. Well,
1: that's what Yuri Mina did. Yuri Mina exactly. stepped out of the car and went, I'll die for the club. And I want to at wanna, the end of it, play. of
2: those 17 people standing there, there was one dickhead, and the other 16 were like, yo, shut up. He's, shut up. He said what we wanted he to hear. He said what we wanted to hear. He cares. How many times have I diffused a situation before it came to fisticuffs? Right. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can now, again, granted, he's 21. He doesn't have the life experience I have, Um, but... You got to be able to do that. And especially with the way he was rejected by Liverpool and joined Everton and brought up the Everton way, this is not what you wanted to see. And then for him to go out in this manner, not showing up to training, just well, considering fucking, not showing you know, up to
1: training the, when he was 11 years old and got signed, the first picture he took was with Leighton fucking Baines. So it's Leighton fucking Baines running the training. Yeah. You're like, yeah, fuck these guys.
2: It's yeah. just, it, it speaks to a silver spoon and something that Everton is not associated with and it's not fucking okay. Well, and and he did a lot to ruin his own thing. Did you see, probably because you all fancy a number 10 so much, the viral tweet that was going around of the two boys, they had cut Anthony Gordon's name out of the number 10 shirt because mm-hmm. they wanted to keep the number 10 shirt right, and burned his name in a fire pit in their back garden. Just the Gordon name. Just the yeah. name but they kept the number 10 Everton shirt with a big-ass hole in the back because I'm sure they'll just be able to sew something new right in there <laughs> before the end of Tuesday. Now, here is <laughs> here
1: is we go on to the bigger systemic problem that is Everton and Everton's board is there was legit people who wanted to sign Gordon in the summer. Gordon's head apparently was already turned in the summer. What does Everton do? I uh, will put the 10 on him, make him feel important. Mm-hmm. And... Ultimately, that doesn't work. Now, I will say the following um, 40 million plus 5 million in add ons. Thank you very much, Newcastle. I will gladly take your fucking money. We can reinvest that elsewhere. This is no different than Ross Barkley. This is no different than Jack Rodwell. This is no fucking different.
2: It's, so, so it's a, how many crayons can you get for 35, 40 million? <laughs> uh, a lot. A lot.
1: And that's that. But, but what sucks is the The disformity of our club and our board that's when that move should have been made was during the summertime not well, put a ten on him and make him make that fucking sale
2: well because in the summer he was worth sixty
1: and and allegedly it was really it was about forty five to fifty what we got well was it was what Todd was, Bowley,
2: so it was sixty five right. seventy right. <laughs>
1: But we had
2: You that would have chance. said, hey, it's perfectly fine to pay me forty five. And he'd have been like, oh, can't do that. Here's seventy-eight. And during the summer, <laughs> a even, if, idiot.
1: even if it was right at the end of the summer window and we did that, we then would have had that money January 1. Mm-hmm. We now have that money January 29th. Yep. And teams know we now have that money on January the
2: 29th. So every midfielder costs 39 million.
1: Oh, they've already they've already linked us to Conor Gallagher, which I would fucking take. I would take in a heartbeat. Absolutely. But for 45 million uh-huh. is the number they're saying. So you take Exactly a, what we just sold Gordon. Try for. to take him on an 8 million pound loan. That's what you hope for. Yep. O- honestly, that's what you hope for. And then let's move on to obviously the other big
2: move is that Oh, hold on, hold on. Yes. I have a good link. Mm-hmm. I have a good link. Mm-hmm. maybe it's not crayon sam maybe it's different color earthworms exactly bringing up our next topic of Sh- Sean, dyche. <laughs> Sean dyche is the new head coach of everton
1: football Club. sorry i
2: got bit by the transition bug when i was hosting last week <laughs> so
1: continuing with so our to speak. <laughs> our dysfunctional board our dysfunctional board brilliant the owner wanted one person. Oh, by the way, the owner that said it's not my decision, and then was the decision maker to fire Frank. I'm so funny, <laughs> just, just fucking baffling. And then, and then after that, he brings in uh, um, Bielsa to interview. Bielsa did his tried and true favorite, Sam. The thing you love.
2: Oh, did he bring a PowerPoint? He brought a PowerPoint, <laughs> baby. Get in. And here's what Bielsa actually offered. I heard a mad story about this, and I think it's what you're about to tell me. Here's
1: what Bielsa offered. He goes, this is what we need to do, completely restructure the entire organization. There needs to be a look towards how the type of youth players we bring in. I'm not applying to be your head coach right now. I'm applying to be your youth coach until the summer, and then you can sign me on to be your head coach because... I am going to fix your organization because your entire organization is fucked currently.
2: But he also offered up his staff, minus the translator, obviously, mm-hmm. his staff to take over the first team till the end of the season. Yep. Right, and he would work with the U twenty ones to build up the to, to build, build up, up the talent, the talent mm-hmm. to be able to freely invest in the squad. Yep. Right to bring in. The academy players to be able to play mm-hmm. the way he wants to play maybe sell some things fix the finances and mushiri looked at it and went that seems like a lot of work <laughs> i normally just sign checks yeah yeah <laughs> yes so no can't
1: and and then Ken Wright who owns again one percent of the club yet somehow makes 99 percent of the decisions In this fucking club.
2: I heard something else. He made his money in musicals? Yeah, he was an actor. He was an actor. Yeah, but he owned like a production company. Yeah, he was a a
1: producer of musicals, but he was an actor when he was a younger band. And I heard somebody make a joke. No, you brought up this point about uh, uh, Bill Kenwright. He was in four episodes of Zed Cars.
3: Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, really? Uh Uh-huh. So I didn't know. uh, The story I heard about this and where I became aware of him being in the musical game Was, musical as in production musicals like Cats, was that he, (laughs) was that he basically. That was obnoxious. (laughs) Was that he made most of his money in the West End of London, putting on musicals. Right. Didn't know there was that much money in the musical game, number one, right? But, um somebody i heard recounting a story of how they found out about him being in musicals was he was in that was just walking down the street in the west end like on the way to get lunch mm-hmm. and saw bill kenwright on a poster outside of a theater venue and had no context for it because he never heard that mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like is there like a meet and greet like what is Like, what's going on? Why? What's the crossover? This was on another podcast. The co-host replied, did you walk inside and see an underwhelming production of Cats? (laughs) (laughs) Which was, I thought was funny because that's what, and until he said it, I couldn't put a finger on it, but that's what Everton's been this season, was an underwhelming performance of a musical that I think is shit anyway.
1: Did, did, (laughs) Bill produced the movie because that was very underwhelming.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so ultimately,
2: Mel's fuming because Mel likes <clears throat> musicals.
3: No, I'm 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 trying not to puke. Actually,
2: uh, then why do you have Mamma Mia tattooed on your neck?
3: <laughs> well, you know, because I roll hard in the Italian circles.
2: <laughs> Go ahead. There, I, there's a somebody S- got caught the other day. So Everton signed a run for thirty years in Sicily,
1: by the way. <laughs> <clears throat> Pardon me, so Everton signed uh, Sean Dyche to a contract for through 2025. Yes, Mel, that is a title. Mm-hmm. An underwhelming performance of Cats.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> the They they signed him through 2025, which, by the way, I'm not against the appointment of Sean Dyche. I'm not at all, because as you had mentioned, what Everton needs is some old school fucking shakeup. And they need to be reminded of who the fuck they are. Yep. And we'll get to that. So enough. In, we'll get to that in just a moment. Stone Cold
2: Sean Dice. Yeah, that, that
1: <laughs> was fucking brilliant. Uh, one of the guys I follow on Twitter did a uh, did a poster of Stone Cold holding the beer in the air, but with Sean Dice's face on it, and it was fucking brilliant. Yep. And honestly, if Everton want to survive, which is I think ultimately what the board. Their board is the board is about self-perseverance. They're about living another if day. If you want
2: a chance to survive financial fair play, you have to stay in a fucking league. And that's the guy. Yeah. And that's the guy Hundred percent, And that's the guy Because it you ain't hire. Big Sam, as we've proved now. Right.
1: Right. Precisely. And th- so they, they bring him on, which is clearly when you look at things like, oh, you know, Bielsa, a Mashiri guy, someone who wants to change the culture and make things happen. And I guarantee you, feel well was well behind. You know what? Hey, I'm okay going down for a year. Let's fucking figure this shit out. We're going to be all right. Ken Wright going, no, 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 no. We need an old proper English manager. This is how we need to do things. And that's who he brings in. And I, again, I'm not against the appointment of Daish because I'm also of the opinion. I just want to stay up.
2: I don't want to go down that's uh, nobody as, as a, does as nobody a, does
1: as, as a supporter i just don't want to go down
2: but that's ken that's ken wright's idea also he doesn't want to go down either right right because but, why do a little known andrew lloyd weber musical when i can do fucking cats right poorly it, I, actually i think that is andrew lloyd weber okay isn't you're it? trying to beat that one into the ground well though, he so. wants to stay in the premier league he's just gonna do it badly so i'm uh that's why i pick cats instead of an up-and-comer I don't That he could actually produce properly.
1: I don't have to do a shot of Malord, but I feel I need to do a shot of Malord because of all the shit that's happened this week, and then we're going to fucking panic by a couple of fucking people, and it's going to be Theo Walcott and Shank Tuck fucking Tosin is who we're going to fucking sign. Yeah. You know? <laughs>
2: But it's gonna fucking yes be. it will be so
1: here it is big old half shot like last week i poured myself the big shot and that's what i'm gonna do every time we lose unless like next week we lose you like two nothing and it was a tough fought match a and we spirited good. game right yeah. then i do a normal shot but when we keep doing the shit we're doing this is what i need to drink and then i'm gonna tell you about
2: dice's training session today which you're gonna fucking love and <laughs> while you're doing that I will make reference to, I didn't know that the the allure and luster and mystery oh, that shit sucks. around the black cat of Goodison was just an extra that escaped the dressing room.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mel, he's found his new
1: Potter joke. It's cats. That's his new joke.
0: Um, but
3: there's so much around it. It's from, so funny. From the chat room, you know the joke is good if you have to explain it.
2: Explaining it makes it funnier. Who said that?
3: Probably Christian.
2: (laughs) Does it just say Facebook user? Yeah, if they're commenting,
3: if they're commenting from the group, it just shows up as that. I gotcha. Hey Mel. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I love the fact that
1: our people get it. I just love (laughs) the fact that they get it. Now, cats (laughs) Dice's training session today. There were pitchers.
2: <laughs> Did they have to catch cats? You would you would have thought so. Because- not chickens, because they eat earthworms. Sean has banned those, <laughs> much like Conte banned ketchup from the Spurs thing when he took over. You're not allowed to have chickens here. They eat the earthworms. Cats don't. So the pitcher going around today was... <laughs>
1: Dice's first day of training. It shows him in full focus in the background with a shit eating grin on his face with his arms crossed. And in front of him, out of focus, are four Everton players with their hands on their knees. (laughs) Because apparently they had a run today.
2: Or they just say the earthworms stew for lunch.
1: (laughs) And here's the other one, Mr. Graham, that apparently is reported today as well. Um... Everybody came out from the locker room at Finch Farm to get onto the training ground and do their uh thing. Uh, Dice looked at all of them and said, Uh, I don't see any shin guards or uh or uh socks on. You're not properly dressed. Get the fuck back in the locker room and get properly dressed. There you go.
2: Because, <laughs> because you practice like you play,
1: because much like we did in
2: Dave's basement for a long
1: time with darts, but also apparently much like what was going on from Ancelotti on, was just kind of a laxed attitude with Ancelotti and then Rafa and then Lampart was, uh, eh, you ain't got to work. I remember now see, hearing that story, I remember the summer training session. Nobody had fucking shin guards on. Everybody was just like in ankle socks with their fucking cleats, and that was
2: it. Well, that means you're not putting tackles in in practice. Yeah. I, honestly, serious, all jokes aside. Yeah. That means you're not going 100 miles an hour. That means you're not doing the job. So Cause as much as you we, want your players to be protected, obviously, your shins are the number course. one places you develop uh, trauma blood clots, which is why soccer players wear shin guards. Because right. when you get tackled, that's where blood clots can form well that's, yeah.
1: it's also when whenever anybody says to me it's like oh yeah you know uh, soccer there's also players, no
2: meat to so, protect so, you there soccer
1: players roll around on the ground my answer to them is they don't hey, want pads no, no no i i say hey why don't you start at the end of the hallway uh-huh. and run all i'm gonna do is stick my foot out i'm not gonna kick you all i'm gonna do is stick my foot with out a metal stud on and no, no no my normal foot and let that hit your shin tell me how that feels Now imagine it's a metal fucking stud going into your shin and it's only a piece of fucking plastic protecting you. Yeah. People
2: don't get it. (laughs) I mean, the people that talk shit, I'm like, Hey, you want to go to the bathroom for a minute? I'll show you the fuck, you know? No, that sounded really. Never mind.
1: That's that's why. That is exactly why I shut the fuck up. See, that sounded Mel, like a sex crime. I'm just
3: like keep going.
1: Mel that sounded like a sex crime. Comedic timing. Yeah. <laughs> Spatial awareness. We're
3: just both like we're gonna let him play that back in his head for a
2: moment. And, and I'm looking at it myself out. going emotional damage.
3: Let's let's just go ahead
1: and it's let that good. one
2: marinate. By the way, not good. Um,
3: Christian requests. Whenever you do cats, you have to do jazz hands. <laughs>
1: Kets. <laughs> Kets. Now, this is this is what I'm going to finish on Sam, and you don't get to have the final thought. It's going to be mine. Uh, it's my fucking club, cats. <laughs> I will say the following: a... as as old school and archaic as it might be, it's exactly what this club needs. They need. You know, we talked about the last time this team felt it had an identity it was back in like 2010 through to through 2013 yep. where they were the people's club. Cause they were hardworking, hard yep. fighting hundred percent. It was the David Moyes era in, in one practice. At least there's a fucking identity with this fucking team. And one of the things that I also have to say is, and I hate to admit this, we're now the hated club of the EPL. People don't like us. People want to see us go down. And I know there's friends of mine and that are like, you know, hey, you know, we don't want to see Sammy's club go down. But for the most part, Everton are the fucking joke. And people are like, yeah, much like last season when we said, yeah, we're ready for Burnley to go down. I guarantee you, everybody that isn't an Everton fan is going, yeah, we're ready for Everton to go down. Sure money.
2: Hipster choice? Still mad at Bournemouth. <laughs> <laughs> that might just be me. <laughs> Don't know. Uh, all right. So I lost again prior Michael to... Michael B.
1: Jordan now owns the club. He just did <laughs> SNL. He's, you know... and
2: yeah, it's a bit of it. He's not making any waves. Heard. We've gone way too long. <laughs> yes. Uh... I lost again. I'm down. What I say last week? What is it now? 20, 19,000? We all lost last week. Yeah, it was horrible. All of us you lost. You already know because I already said it. Uh, my, um, I don't even remember why I lost, but it was some mediocre club.
1: Guns. Okay, very good. What he wrote on the fly. Oh, nicely done.
2: Bang, right there. into the. I was George trying Spirec to remember what I bet. All I remember was that I lost. Uh, anyway, so, Sammy, you also lost, and uh, you're now doing something. What are you doing?
1: Well, uh, I lost because uh Br- Brighton couldn't beat fucking um Lester, who they should have beat. So I wrote, I'm a seagull, go fuck yourself, <laughs> is uh, what I wrote there. I think and, that
2: was the one that fucked me, too, actually, now that you say that, was that draw.
1: And I am now down... $1,168.
0: Big Sam's Lock of the Week.
1: Mr. Graham, 11.1% of the time. It works 100% of the time. Two more than you. That's all I got going for me right now. I'm going to hang on to that. Going Big Graham. Four-way parlay. Uh Nice. Taking nice. all favorites, kind of moved a little bit. All, all favorites, which is gonna fuck me. Villa, Brighton, Brentford, and Newcastle to beat to beat breed, beat Leicester, Bournemouth, Southampton, and West Ham at plus six eighty five.
2: You gotta say respectfully. Yes, respectfully.
1: No, no, not respectfully. <laughs> I'm down twelve hundred bucks. Not respectfully. Fuck you. Win emphatically. Make me feel better.
0: <laughs>
1: That's all there is to it. Nice. I got to win sometime.
0: And now it's
1: time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's pick a week.
2: Pat says, so now I'm down. To $1,101 in the hole. And if you thought my last parlay was crazy, wait till you hear this shit.
3: (laughs) He's already in bed asleep, by the way.
2: Oh, quality. He was up
3: late last night.
1: Uh, Oh, no, I don't know why. I was talking to him on the phone while he was up late last night.
2: Thanks for letting me know. Nobody told me he wasn't going to be here. He didn't tell me he
1: wasn't going to be here. I just told him we were recording late, and he didn't respond after that.
2: Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Just, ah, fuck it.
1: Uh, so I'm going through t- the magic of radio, by the way, Sam, nobody knows that. So now it sounds really weird when everything's seamlessly put together and it just sounds like, you know, hey, he wasn't here tonight. That's why people
2: love us.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hashtag admin.
2: No, Mel, it's not. It's hashtag cats. <laughs> I hope Christian's still watching because if somebody just tuned in, this is going to be really fucking weird.
3: Oh, that
0: better be worth the $5. <laughs>
2: uh, so I'm going to take a draw. This is also back to the quote from the email. So I'm going to take a draw between Everton and Arsenal. Okay. Get it, son! Fuck off. Uh, the Wolves over Liver- over Liverpool. Wow. Aston Villa over Leicester and Manchester City over Tottenham. What? That was crazy! Uh <laughs> Mm-hmm. On a $100 bet, that pays out $6,740. Yeah, they think it's fucking nuts too, mates. <laughs> uh, I can't believe that payout for only a four-gamer. I can because everything you bet was probably plus 600 <laughs> So that's what Pat bet. Uh, <clears throat> now, I've got a conservative, very exciting five-game parlay. <laughs> a conservative five-game parlay that's going to make, you know, cat's good again arsenal over everton united over palace villa over leicester brighton over bournemouth brentford over southampton everyone on the right side of this column is absolute dog shite uh everyone on the left side of this column are doing better than expected this season plus 835 not good gambling plus 835 and i'm going to be winning after this week (laughs) Because both of you were down over $1,100, and my 835 will take me down to less than $1,100 down.
0: Terrible with money. Just
2: I'll be saying, winning mm-hmm. after this week on a five-game parlay, and the, y'all are going to be the one problem, shitting the bed. The one problem I have with my
1: you know, four-gamer that I picked that you are going to have with yours is that we know when we look at the, all of this in injury time, Sam, which, by the way, when we preview injury time, how does one go about doing
2: that? At patreon.com forward slash... The football show backslash Mike rogers
0: <laughs>
2: don't do that last part just forward slash the football show when we talk about that <laughs> a lot of bad teams are playing a
1: lot of good teams and the problem with that is you know one of them are gonna fucking. now nah, they're not they're not gonna do it they're end. not
2: gonna do it these all these people are on the ascendancy somehow Villa is on the ascendancy with whom I am reason manager I can't still can't figure it out oh huh, that was a pretty good segment you know what's it's a better? very good segment I ran it exceptionally well. The chicken. Well,
3: Kitty missed with the Chelsea draw and uh, with Liverpool and sits at 10 and 9. So this week, I gave Kitty Arsenal heading to Everton. Now I was shocked when I got up there. Uh, Graham was already sitting in the chair, holding Kitty in his arms, gently stroking her. Clearly, Kitty and Graham have a stronger bond than she and the guy, so I guess she's picking the gunners to beat the toffees.
1: You know and there he just did the whole cat's bit. Like clearly he doesn't have the bond that he that Kitty clearly things that they have together
3: are you kidding kitty loves cats have you not heard it blaring from up there who do you think turned him on to the musical
1: oh that's it when you were sitting in the chair you were choking kitty listening exactly
2: meow 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 mix oh is that that's the wrong musical you're close though that's a commercial
1: hey
3: look explain it four more times we'll all get it you know i i will i will say my favorite musical Remember to gamble legally and responsibly.
2: Championship Corner!
3: I've fallen, and I can't get up. Oh, no! If I wasn't sick, that would have been much better. So just imagine that was in a lovely operatic voice.
2: Uh, No, It was, by Bill Kenwright's standards. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Mel?
3: Yeah, baby?
1: I've been with you now for damn close to 20 years. Shut your mouth. You don't have good pitch.
3: Mm. Everton's gonna doze so down. One, one, one of
1: us. One of down us in this. Like going down this
3: year is not bad, but next year.
1: One of us in this marriage has a good singing voice. The other one is Melissa.
2: Please continue with championship corner. <laughs> Listen, Bopper. <laughs> 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 All right, this week of the championship, we only had a few games. Uh, nothing majors. Only um, one, two, three, and one was postponed because of the FA Cup. That was a a uh, also a makeup game. Uh, so yeah, Coventry versus Huddersfield uh, finished two nil to Coventry. Hull City three nil over QPR. Borough two nil over Watford. That leaves your table looking something like Burnley up top uh on 62 five points behind to Sheffield United Middlesbrough are 12 points behind Sheffield United in third place uh on 45 points Watford in fourth on 44 Blackburn in fifth on 43 Norwich in sixth on 42 Luton on 42 as well in seventh place they're uh in order goal differentials Blackburn through Luton are -4 +9 +6 and uh, Luton and Norwich, obviously, are only separated by by a point in the table. That's going to be a really interesting race for that oh, final yeah. um, couple of uh, playoff spots. You have Millwall. I'm sorry. <coughs> oh, shit. Millwall are also on uh, 42 points, plus six as well to Luton. But Luton have scored more goals uh, than Millwall have just by two. So they're in that mix as well. Sunderland in ninth on 41. So, again, they're pushing for those playoff places. Is this extra game? Is these injuries now with this cup run going to play a factor in how Sunderland finish out the season? Sunderland does not. That's going to be a big Sunderland deal. Sunderland
1: does not need to get promoted next year. Let
2: they, they don't. Get no, better. you're absolutely right. They don't. But if that's what you're looking for for a payday <laughs> to help revamp the squad, yeah, this is, you know, this cup set potential is not mm. great news with the injuries. You know, this cup run is 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 hurting you because of these injuries. Uh, and you go down the bottom side, we we have unchanged because these teams didn't play, so you still have Wigan uh, at the bottom, Blackpool in 23rd, Huddersfield in 22nd, and Cardiff in 21st, just three points out of the drop zone on the same goal differential as Huddersfield. Mm. So in, in a bad way, and not very far out of it, is Rotherham on 31 points.
1: Um, uh, that's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. Uh, Sammy, any parting words?
2: Not really. We've
1: gone an hour forty-five. The answer should be no.
2: <laughs> yeah, no. I don't think there's really anything happened other than Anthony Gordon's a bit of a cunt. Uh, it's, it's it's what it
1: is. I just you look back at and you think about how it's stunted the team this season. You just wish it would have happened during the summer because there were quarters during the summer. His head was already turned. That well, money like could have said, been better invested.
2: But like you said, there's timing. And then there's Mashiri. Yeah. We all knew Sean Dyche was going to take over. I've been reporting it for three weeks.
1: Well, here's the other thing, too. Is it, the one-
2: announcement was made today.
1: Yeah. Th- Thursday, everybody knew. All the press was reporting that he was going to be the next Everton manager. It got made this morning at 8 o'clock on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. So noon, noon, or I'm sorry, 1 o'clock in fucking Liverpool. Like. Everybody knew. Everybody, it just, it's the mess that Everton fucking football club is. It
2: is. It is. You're absolutely right. Can Christian just comment that he's still watching quickly? For my last parting word, quickly, please say something.
3: We're on a a lag, but uh, Ah. Smokey's there,
2: so. Oh, Smokey's there? Yeah.
3: Catch! (laughs) He says he's watching.
2: That was my big finish. (laughs)
1: Thanks so much for joining us. Next up is Injury Time, where we're going to preview the weekend's action. We're going to talk about the beers we were drinking and check in on our adopted clubs.
3: He said he loved it. Yes.
0: Nailed it.
1: And and spoiler (laughs) alert, the Ibs had themselves a fucking weekend. Ooh, can't wait. They had themselves a weekend. Sweet. I'm not going to pitch it to you because you've said it enough already, you fucking whore. Do
2: it. Patreon.com. <laughs> forward slash D <team> football show. <laughs> Is that good enough? Fossey, fossy.
0: Fossey. <laughs> Fosse. uh, Nailed it!
1: <laughs> Till next week, everybody. Good night.
0: Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Spread to be a fan of fucking Everton. Put you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Ray K.A. The fucking Gunner Graham. Stole the a Lord. Looks great in shorts. Sam Graham. Sam Graham. Don't you Hit
1: the fucking new button. Ridiculous. <laughs> Jesus, fuck me, Christ.
2: Oh, so good. It's so good. It's
0: so good.
2: <sighs> it's so good.